Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Crossan, and I'm here to help you build a brand, make an impact, and have some fun on social media. I'm the owner of Fun Love Media, a social media management and content creation agency in Houston, Texas. I'm a wife, a mom of two, and when I'm not working or with my family, you can find me on my Peloton bike, dancing in my Instagram stories, or cuddled up with wine watching The Real Housewives. Please know that this show could include a well-placed F-bomb here or there. Let's get started. Yo, yo, welcome to the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast, episode six. I am super stoked to be here. I'm having so much damn fun recording this podcast for you guys, seriously. I, um, as you know, I wanted to have my own podcast for years. Finally, I'm doing it and loving it, and it's it's absolutely a blast. So anyway, um, got a really great show for you today. I have a really, really great guest, Megan Colwell, who is a virtual assistant and social media manager focusing on the real estate industry. So she um, specifically helps real estate agents with their um, uh, administrative tasks and managing their social media. So we had a really great conversation. She actually has a really fun and interesting personal story as well. So I'm really excited to get to that interview for you. But first, I wanted to mention it is December. It is we are smack dab in the middle, middle of the holiday season, and I freaking love it. I am obsessed. I was literally watching a Hallmark movie right before I started working this morning. Like right before. (laughs) I love it so much. Um, I love the season. I love the music. I love the lights. I love the food. I I, I love all, give me all the shit. I want all of it all the time. I'm, I love it. So I hope you're loving it too. I think it's funny how like the big question this time of year where people are like, are you ready? Are you ready for Christmas? And I'm like, I don't know what you mean. Like, I mean, I assume that they mean, have you bought all the gifts? And unfortunately, (laughs) that's probably what they mean. We shouldn't really just be focusing on gifts. But um, speaking of that, no, I have not finished buying gifts. (laughs) But it doesn't really stress me out. I I like buying gifts. I like it. Um, I'm into it. It's cool. So I I save some for later and kind of do a little bit last minute. You know, it's all good. I like getting out into the stores during the holidays and hearing the music and stuff. It's so fun. So yeah, so um, I'm ready. And I'm not. (laughs) But it's a great time of year. Uh, My husband and I just had our 15-year wedding anniversary. Hard to believe. I'm old enough, I know, but I am. And we went to New York City. And we haven't been to New York um, in 12 years. I was a different person. This was before children, before this business, before, before everything. So my perspective was a little different than what it was last time we went. Um, I've got to say, I did recognize that my my um, pampered suburban lifestyle that I live is quite nice in, um, in my spacious home with a yard and my nice little car. I can just get in and go wherever I want. Um, you know, it's different than Manhattan. <laughs> but uh, in all seriousness, we had so much fun. We did all of the like typical um, touristy Christmassy things, which is exactly what I wanted to do. Uh, it's stuff I wanted to do since I was a kid. You know, we saw the Rockefeller tree and I went ice skating in Central Park, which was like um, a major thing that I want to do since a kid. And I don't know how to ice skate. Um, I've got some content I'm putting together about that whole story and a nice little video for you guys. So get ready for that. Um, but but yeah, we did all of that. We walked and saw all the holiday windows. And um, I went to the my beloved Peloton uh, to the studio in New York City and actually did a ride with uh, Jen Sherman of Peloton. And uh, Ryan actually did it with me, even though he's not quite as Peloton obsessed as I am. We both went and we did a ride together. And then, of course, as soon as I got home, I did that ride in my home so that I could see myself on the screen. <laughs> it was so fun. Um, it was it was a great trip. Great, It's a great time of year to travel and to go somewhere because everything is so festive and fun, yet it's a little difficult to travel during this time of year. So it's, so it's, definitely, been, um, it's definitely been a really, really busy time. So anyway, so let's get into some um, some social media chat real quick before we get started with the interview. I wanted to talk uh, about something that I feel like is 
really, really, really important. And it's something that I practice. I try to practice what I preach. Nobody's perfect, but I, I really do try. And I, I feel like this is really, really a big deal and it will really be helpful if you will do it. Okay. So, so I'm talking about whenever you are, which most of you guys are, um, you know, wanting to build and maintain that personal brand, right? So you're, you're an entrepreneur or a small business owner, and you're probably wearing all the hats yourself or almost all the hats and doing a lot of the stuff yourself. Um, and, and including being the face of face of your brand, face of your business. So you're showing up, your face is what shows up on social media, on the photos and videos and all that, which is wonderful. Um, that's, I'm talking to you right now. So I, you know, in past episodes, like episode two, if you listen to it, you know that I broke down my, um, method for personal branding, which is called the fab four. So if you haven't listened to episode two, uh, definitely go back and listen to episode two, please excuse any audio and any really early episodes, side note, you know, I was just trying to figure shit out. Okay. So give me a break. Um, but so go back to episode two to learn about the fab four and how to lay a solid foundation for your personal brand. But, but so if you, you know, you listen to that, you know, you know what, how to get started on, on personal branding. And what I want to talk about here is that I want to make sure that you include when you're posting on social media. So within your, within your personal brand, um, and within your posts on a regular basis, you have to talk about something that you're not getting paid for. You have to, um, in my opinion now, Hey, you know, maybe, maybe there's a time one day that you don't and things change. Maybe, um, you get to be so incredibly successful. You know, I don't know, maybe things can change down the line, but especially in the beginning and in the middle, <laughs> you need to make sure that you are posting about something that you truly care about like it's actual passion and love and enjoyment and it's not for your pocketbook. So an example for me, I talk about um, fitness and I talk about my Peloton obviously and just what exercise in general can do and does do for like my mental health and um, how it's improved my life. It made me stronger and everything and I don't get paid for that shit. I, nobody pays me. I mean, I talk about Peloton all the time and those people are not giving me a paycheck. I'm doing that because I love it and it's important. And you have to share something within your personal brand that is important. And in my opinion, I know, I first of all, I know that our businesses are important. I know that we are passionate about the actual services that we charge people for or the actual products that we charge people for. I get it. But you have to include something within your personal brand and your social media posts that does not make you money because it's it's not enough that you're just passionate about your products or your services. When you share about something that you know it's not about a dollar, it it creates a whole different vibe just naturally on its own. Like you don't even really have to try that hard. You know how like whenever you're sharing on social media about your business or your, your you know, about your service or your product or whatever, and sometimes it feels too salesy and you're like, crap, I feel like I'm just trying to sell, sell, sell. And it's, uh, you know, when you post on social media about something that does not make you a damn penny, that's not going to happen. It's impossible. <laughs> Whenever you take money away, it just kind of gives you a chance to just be you for just a sec. Look, I love money. I am all about all of you and me making as much money as we want to and as much money as we can and do amazing things with that money for our family and friends and ourselves. I'm all about it 100%. But I also recognize that it sometimes makes it difficult for us to portray ourselves genuinely, authentically, and quite frankly, completely accurately on social media whenever everything we're posting about leads to a funnel. Everything we're posting about leads to a sale or you know, asking for a sale. Everything that we're posting about is about our own products or about like, you know, I feel like if it's important to you to create that personal brand that I always like to talk about, then you absolutely have to do this. So think about it. If you're not doing it um, yet at all, or if you're not doing it enough, um, think about something that you genuinely care about 
that does not pay you and start sharing about it. I'm telling you, it's going to make all the difference in the world. I mean, technically it could actually lead you to making money later because I feel like what it's not, I feel like I know what it's going to do is it's going to help create even more genuine connections, uh, between you and other people, right. That you have that in common and you'll be able to naturally and innocently talk about whatever the topic is, whatever the thing is that you love without it being about money and without having to have any pressure or have a sale or anything. And so you're going to form even more true connections. And then maybe you never know, those people might end up working with you someday. They probably will, but you have to be willing to sacrifice. I mean, I would say a post a week out of the, however many you're doing every week to something that does not pay you any money. You just have to do it and you just have to enjoy it and it's going to shine through. It's going to shine through whenever you post stuff like that. I mean, if you if you follow me on Instagram, you know, you know when you're watching, especially my stories. I do post about fitness in my feed as well, but I almost daily without fail am posting about fitness in my stories. And if you watch that, you can see like that it really matters to me and that it's for real and that I'm not getting paid and that I don't, I, you know, I don't sell fitness stuff and all that. Like you, you know that and you can tell that I'm just talking about it because I love it. And then I'm like dancing on the Peloton bike because it's fun. I mean, really you've got, you've got to include these kinds of things in your social media strategy on a regular basis for sure. So please, please, please don't just be all salesy. Please, please take my advice and try this out. I really think it's going to help you out. Um, when you do tag me or message me and tell me, you know, that you posted something and, and I would love to see it and I would love to cheer you on. Okay. So that's enough for that chat. I'm going to shut up right now because it is time to get to my interview with Megan Colwell. And um, after the interview, we're going to do uh, a, a little social spotlight. So don't miss that after this is over. But for now, listen and enjoy my interview with Megan. Today's guest is a virtual assistant specializing in real estate support and the owner of Happy Desk. That's happy with an I. I met this awesome lady on, you guessed it, social media. And I love how we learn cool social media tips and tricks from each other. And a fun fact about her is that she lives full time in a camper with her husband and two dogs. And it's currently in Southern California for the winter. Not a bad place to be for the winter or anytime if you ask me. Welcome to the show, Megan Colwell. Oh, thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you taking time out of your schedule. I know you're busy. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, but I'm so happy that you're here to talk about um, well everything that you do and what you can offer uh, real estate agents and people in the real estate industry with social media and beyond. So um, you guys, like I said, Megan is a virtual assistant. So yes, she is a social media manager for her clients. And she, she handles all of that, but she also handles a lot of things. And that's what's so cool about technology, right? Like right now, we're talking, I'm in Texas, you're in California, and you can help your clients while you're living wherever you're living, right? How amazing is that? That's exactly right. Yeah. I um, started doing all of this life on the road almost one year ago this month. And I am born and raised in Kansas City, so the fact that I'm able to be in Southern California and still serve a lot of my clients in the Midwest and now beyond, I have clients in British Columbia, California, Florida. It's really brought the world closer. That is absolutely amazing. I love it so, so much. We've got to take advantage of this technology and, and social media and everything we have at our fingertips, right? Like That's the way that I look at it. I think it's a positive. Um, 100%. So let's get talking about you and what you do. So, so when did, um, when and why actually did you decide to start this journey as being um, a virtual assistant and all of that? Like, what did something inspire it? What what led you there? That's an excellent question. I actually, my background is in government project management for places like the Marine Corps and the Veteran Affairs System. I met a woman, and she ended up becoming a mentor of mine. 
And she uh, she left the industry, construction industry, to go into uh, go back to real estate. So we kind of parted ways, and um, I started my whole journey of transitioning into the camper lifestyle and minimizing and. It just was a bit of serendipity that I reached out to her to reconnect. And she goes, hey, girl, I need some help with my transaction coordination, different virtual assistant tasks, and I could use your help. And um, it just kind of blossomed from there. I made the leap from working a traditional nine-to-five to becoming a remote administrator basically for her. And then there was a lull in the market. Uh, which is typical in the winter. And basically, she was like, hey, I have some agents who are wanting to do social media this winter. Um, and I was like, well, I, I can do that. <laughs> and so it wasn't so much uh, you know, this crazy spark of inspiration as much as it was an evolution of my skill set. That is awesome how that happens too. I've had, I've had something similar happen in, in my kind of social media management world. And in you hear those stories, right? Where, well, it just kind of happened and this happened and it led to that. And it's, but <laughs> the thing you start living and you go, that's true. It's it, it, an organic thing can happen, especially with referrals and all that. And this is all, every bit of my business has been a referral business. So, um, and that's, you know, the highest compliment, right? Yeah, that's, that re- referrals are always great news. I agree 100%. But I love it. I honestly don't know what I would do without this lifestyle. I wouldn't be able to live and travel full-time in my camper without this lifestyle. So again, it seems all serendipitous, but I'm, it's crazy. I'm, I'm so grateful. That's awesome. I love it. I love, love, love it. Okay. So I want to, I want to move on to get, you know, pretty specific if we can for the audience, because I feel like um, so many people in general and that includes people in the real estate industry, um, you know, they, everybody makes mistakes and you, especially on social media, that that's, a, and it, it's hard and, and navigating that on your own. So I would love to you love for you to speak on that particularly, like what mistakes do you see real estate agents making on their social media? What, what should they do instead? Um, give some guidance there. Right. Big picture in real estate is, Realtors are busy. They are focused on selling. They're focused on buying, doing their contracts. And usually social media falls on the back burner. So a lot of times I just see these posts that are just reposts that are lacking things like hashtags, simple location tagging. And oftentimes I see realtors pulling infographics from other formats, say an email, and force feeding it into Instagram's format. And oftentimes you lose so much of the value because it's teeny tiny. So I think it all goes back to time with realtors, which is why I'm pretty heavy on, hey, I'm going to help you gain time. I'm going to help you gain efficiency. Because I think a big myth about social media is that it's fast and you can don't really need to pay attention to it. You don't need to invest much, um, you know, headspace to it. And realtors, their headspace is in real estate and social media is a whole different ball of wax. So the biggest mistake I find is just not allowing yourself enough time to get on social media and to be involved and to be valuable. Right. Do you see, um, I agree with you. Uh, I've seen that just in things and I've seen myself on, on social media. What about like another big thing with real estate is like they, they post like a picture of a listing, right? Mm-hmm. But I mean, I feel yeah. like, like that sounds like a good idea, but like probably not every time, right? You're totally right. I mean, I hate to say it, but if people are going to look for a house that's for sale, they're going to go to Zillow. They're going to go to Google. They're not necessarily coming to a realtor's Instagram feed to see what's on the market, right? So a lot of conversations I have with my clients is this uphill battle of convincing them that your Instagram, your Facebook feed is an extension of you. It's your resume. People are coming to it to see if they want to work with you because as much as we would like to think that real estate is, oh, I found the house. 
right away and it closed right away. That's not the case. Working with a real estate agent is a relationship and oftentimes can go on for months, sometimes years, depending on the market. So I tell my clients, use your social media feeds as a resume to connect with your target audience. Let them know the personal side. People don't want to be sold to all the time. (laughs) In fact, they're more likely to connect with those personal posts like your dog or your family or where you ate that night. They want to see if you're an expert in the community they want to move to. And if all you're showing time after time is just this regurgitated cookie cutter post and sells and solds and listings, they're going to go away. They're not going to stay engaged. Right. Well, it makes total sense to me too, because it's, I mean, it's, it's personal branding, right? I mean, if, if, if they can, if they can build that, that personal brand, and like you said, weave in, um, you know, a couple personal parts of your life, something you can sprinkle in there that the people are going to connect with you on that. You know, they might be like, you know what, that real estate agent that has all those cute cats and dogs, I like her (laughs) or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Really, really. And it's really about standing out. It's a diluted market. The under hashtag real estate on Instagram has over 300 million posts. And I think that if agents can start thinking about self-branding and really, you know, think of themselves as a consumer and not as the seller, what, do, what would they want? Who would they want to work with? And that's going to make you stand out more in those hashtags. Not that I ever <laughs> would say to use those giant hashtags. I think a lot of us already know that niche hashtagging is where it's at. Right. But you know what, though? I'll let you speak to it. Like, you know, explain that a little bit. Um, I, I've talked about it too, but you know, a lot of people, maybe they don't know about how when you're entering in a hashtag and you shouldn't use the ones where it has millions and millions that, you know, of times that it's been used before you'll get lost in the crowd. Right. Right. It's really quite confusing, especially if you're new to social media as a real estate agent, because one would think that a super popular hashtag like realtor or mortgage real estate, they're popular. So I'm going to use them. Makes sense. But in the social media world, it's actually the opposite. Because if you ever go to the recent hashtag feed and just refresh it once or twice, you'll notice that the most recent posts disappear in a millisecond with those popularity hashtags. The hashtag game on social media is all about niching down. And I tell my clients, the more that you can make your hashtag specific to your target audience, target location, and things that your consumers would search for, the better off you'll be. And oftentimes, locationally speaking, the hashtags that have less than 50,000 posts are more successful for you because your Instagram post is going to stay on that recent feed longer because there's not a lot of competition. Right. Yeah. You'd be, what do you say? You you would be a big fish in a small pond or something. (laughs) Girl, girl, that is totally right. That is totally right. You want to get as much exposure as possible. And so you got to think backwards on this. The, The lesser the amount of posts within a hashtag, the more successful and more possible exposure you'll receive. Okay, good. Well, hey, it's good to mention. I know we 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 both talk about those kinds of things a lot and a lot of people do but hey there's always somebody that doesn't know and somebody that's just starting out so it's great to mention the basics like hashtags a lot of probably what you're referring to when i'm referring to is on instagram it's definitely a hashtag heavy situation mm-hmm. um so just fyi if you're out there and you're a beginner and wondering what we were really referring to um talk to me about some other tips that that you might have like <clears throat> excuse me um you know, we've got stories now, we've got, um, you know, you can tag people. I know you talked to me about that before. Um, and you've also talked about virtual pop buys. So what do you mean by all of this? <laughs> well, I, what I call virtual pop buys is really specific to the real estate world because a lot of realtors know it is time heavy to physically go to businesses, physically go see potential clients or past clients and just basically pop by and say, hi, keep your face and your business fresh in their memories. Now in the digital world, you can do that 
virtually. And so what I tell my clients is as you engage in those niche hashtags, those hashtags that are your city, your state, your you know local restaurants, those are an opportunity for you to do virtual pop buys. And what I mean by that is leave a comment, a genuine comment that relates to the picture, that asks a question that is 100% obviously not a spam bot. And you are just right there, free exposure. You've done your pop by. They're more likely to go to your feed. They're more likely to engage with your feed because you're a real person. And you're getting the same value as you would in the traditional physical sense. So I love pop buys on social media because they're so easy. Honestly, you can spend 15 minutes a day doing it. And if you're not a heavy person that posts a lot, that does a lot of heavy posts, you could spend your time getting a lot of value doing virtual pop buys as a realtor. So say you don't have a lot of listings, say you're still uncomfortable about the personal stuff, but I guarantee you, if you invest your time doing virtual pop buys and your target audience, oh, you're going to see a return. That is so smart. And I love that you call it that. I'm, can you like, can you trademark this? Like, this is amazing. <laughs> I wish, I wish. And it doesn't just have to be your post. It doesn't just have to be your comments. Instagram stories, Facebook stories. It's basically a great platform for you to show behind the scenes, to illustrate your authenticity, and extend that virtual Popeye service by tagging vendors, tagging businesses and customers, and saying, hey, I think you might like this. Hey, this dinner is delicious. And the cool thing about stories is if you tag that account in your virtual Popeye, they get a notification they've been tagged. With two clicks, they can share your story. And man, that is free exposure. It really is. Stories are magical. I swear, every interview I have done for this podcast, we, it seems like just about every interview, we have a moment with stories and the magic of stories. I mean, there's so, there's so much there. I mean, I, I remember whenever they first came out and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> just so much potential, right? And then like you were saying, like, even if you don't post heavily, so whoever you are, whether you're a real estate or whatever, you that kind of gives you that that daily connection to pop onto the story and say something to your audience if maybe you don't feel like creating an entire, you know, feed post, right? That's exactly right. And that's why another reason I say that um, social media management isn't just post because a lot of managers will help with stories. Real estate agents are super busy. Much of my clients will just text me a picture and say, hey, I'm at this restaurant. Do something with it. <laughs> yes, yes. And I do. And, and that goes right on to their stories, you know, because they don't want to be the guy sitting there at the table with a potential client on Instagram, you know. Yeah. It saves them time because all they have to do is text it. And then, you know, us managers, we take care of it. That is such a good point. You're right. Oh my gosh. I never even thought about that angle. I'm going to have to use that angle with my own clients. <laughs> Heck yes. Heck yes. Again, teamwork makes the dream work. I'm all about community over competition. And in the social media world, the real estate world, it's a two-way street. And the more that we can help each other and grow together as a team, gosh, that's like a home run. I agree. I agree so much. Okay. So I feel like we've done... If you don't mind, this, is, we, this was not planned, you guys. I'm going to ask her. But I, I got to ask you about this camper life just a little bit. Okay. Because so I feel like we've, we've talked about our, our social media stuff, real estate stuff, virtual assistant stuff. But please tell me, like, so, first of all, y'all, let me just say this. She was, like, really close to a bear. <laughs> I saw this on her social media and I was, and there was like a bear, because you know where they were, where they were at in their camper at the time. I guess there are bears around, and um, it was wild. <laughs> it was wild and crazy. So, sh if you don't mind me asking, I would love to know, like, what are y'all loving about this? What's crazy about it? What's cool? Like, just, I don't know. Just tell me why you like it and what. How is it going? Yeah, it is very crazy. <laughs> I, um, <laughs> 
I, uh, I, we've been on the road for almost a year now, living in the camper a year and a half. And the most crazy thing was I lived in a traditional three-bedroom house in the suburbs of Kansas City. Um, absolutely miserable. And so when I was 25, I created this absolutely ridiculous five-year plan to live and travel in a camper with goals at the end of each year. And uh, it's crazy. It happened. It all worked out. We have a camper now and we love it. Um, Minimizing at first, I thought was going to be so hard because full disclosure, this girl had like three closets of clothes and shoes. I now have like a a little (laughs) um, cabinet. Everything's small, but now I love that I'm living a life with purpose, that I'm living with things that provide value to me. And it's that moral compass that I'm able to extend to my clients. I'm able to focus. I'm able to enjoy. It is so much... The simplicity provides so much clarity in this lifestyle. And I have to say that's my favorite thing about it. I love traveling. But another myth about camper lifestyle is that it's cheap. (laughs) It is not cheap (laughs) at all. Um, (laughs) um, But my husband and I, when we first started out, we were paying for campgrounds and paying for RV parks. And at the beginning of the summer, um, we decided to try work camping, which is where you work at a campsite in exchange for of site rental in exchange for other, you know, possible bonuses. And the very first one I applied to, which was in the Redwood Forest of Northern California, we were accepted. And we were like, holy cow, I squealed for probably one week. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. So we got that contract and said, we've been work camping ever since. When I was the bear incident, I was actually filming an Insta story um, and we <laughs> happened to have a, a bucket of barbecue grease on the ground. <laughs> we had just done ribs and the bear was coming for that. So as I'm filming the story, I hear this rustling behind me and I'm like, what's that? And I turn around, there's a black bear and he was, thankfully he was more scared of me than I was of him. And I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> Cause we don't got that in Kansas girl. There ain't no bears. In Kansas. That's what I was going to say. I don't, I don't think you got a bunch of black bears in Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. That's think that, um, <laughs> there's things that are so different about it, too. Like, um, Tom, I miss my family like crazy. Um, I miss my nieces and nephews. miss my friends. Um, but pros, pretty much everything else. <laughs> That's awesome. You know what, honestly, Megan, I think that you're an inspiration for a lot of people because think about it, how many people would love to do what you're doing on both, both sides, like going and living the kind of life you want to live and being more free and all this, but also having a career and being, you know, and having that intact and, you know, bringing in your income and having this beautiful mix of things. I feel like that's such an inspiration. There's probably so many people that would love to do that, that might, I don't know. Well, it's scary, right? I mean, come on. That's, that's scary to jump into it. I mean, do you have like, again, I'm putting you on the spot. Do you have um, any sort of tip for somebody that thinks that they would love to take a leap and do something kind of like what you're doing and kind of run their own business and maybe be on the road or whatever? I mean, is it, should they just go for it or what do you think? (laughs) I am a huge planner. Long story short, go for it. hundred percent. This is a big risk, but it's also a massive reward. I spent a good five years planning my transition from a traditional nine-to-five home in the suburbs to a remote worker. And there are pros and cons to everything. I work for myself now. I have this beautiful sense of freedom, but I also work my ass off. And I am hustling and being your own boss. You're not only working for your clients. You are the marketer. You are the accountant. You are customer service. You're wearing so many hats. And so the more that you do your research, the more that you plan and set yearly goals, the better off you'll be. 
And I honestly have to say this. I wouldn't be able to do this lifestyle without my husband. I have an amazing, supportive husband. We've been together since I was 15 years old. When I And when I was 15, I told him I wanted to live in a camper. And he was like, girl, you crazy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You wanted to do this since you were young, so young. Exactly. I used, to, uh, I used to draw campers. I used to make myself a traveling budget when I was a kid. I was a big fan of a series called The Boxcar Children. And they basically traveled on a train. And I, I was like, I'm going to do that. <laughs> it's not a train. It's a camper. But um, pretty much, you know, five years ago, the tiny house movement was at its absolute peak. And everybody was renovating campers and buses. And I just was like, here's your sign. And I instituted a plan and I did it. And a lot of things fell into place for me, but I also worked really hard. And I also made a lot of sacrifices. And so the more that you plan, the more that you realize there's going to be some bad days, really bad days, but also really good days, man, go for it. Anybody can do this. Oh my God. I love this. It makes me so happy. Seriously, thinking about 15-year-old you, and you're, you're doing it. You were doing it. That's amazing. Unfortunately, so many people just don't ever just do it, and you did. I'm so happy for you. You're too kind. Thank you so much. It it really does. It, it's crazy, but I'm, I'm so I'm blessed. Well, okay. I love it. Well, thank you. I will not take up any more of your time. I know you're a busy lady. I will let you go. But before I do, please, please tell um, the listeners how they can find you, um, how they can find you through your your website or email or your social media handles. Uh, Plug it all away. (laughs) Well, first of all, everybody should be following you, Brittany, because you are such a support in our community. You are such a professional and you know your shit so anybody I'm a professional <laughs> that likes to dance to rap music <laughs> <laughs> so before I plug anything please everyone make sure you're following Brittany's accounts on Instagram and Facebook I really am just looking for um, support on my Instagram which is at happy desk and that's happy with an I as well as on Facebook happy desk and I also have a website happy desk.com where people can find out a little more about me and the services I offer in and around the real estate industry. Okay, perfect. Thank you. Thank you for the compliments too. Thank you so much for taking the time, Megan. I really appreciate it. Hey girl, I really appreciate it too. Thank you so much. Okay. uh, Another big thanks to Megan for taking the time to talk with us today. I really enjoyed it. I'm so happy I met her. I meet such amazing people on social media. So again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Megan. Uh, Right now, I want to talk to you guys about Canva. So if you're like me, you are not a graphic designer. We don't just automatically know how to do these things. We're not all fully trained in Photoshop. And you know what? that shit can be hard. So that's why I use Canva. I use Canva, honestly, almost every single day for my work, for my own work, my own projects, for this podcast. I also use it um, for my clients, my social media management clients. You can create uh, business cards and and digital flyers, and you can create social media posts and Instagram story um, uh, posts. Like, exactly sized right for everything that you need, like your header image for your Facebook page, everything. They've got all the options there. It's super easy to use. And if you want to try out their 30-day trial, then you can do it and support the podcast at the same time by going to socialsunshinepodcast.com, scroll to the bottom of the the page, and you'll see the Canva banner down there. If you use that link to sign up for Canva, then you are also supporting the Social Sunshine Podcast, and I really, really appreciate it. So let's move on to today's Social Spotlight. Okay, today's Social Spotlight is actually a duo. It's a couple that I actually know. We are from the same area, the same hometown, um, and they are doing really amazing things, but they are like in general with their business and their life, but also 
their Instagram is just like blowing up. They're doing such cool stuff and they're both a part of it along with their kids and their business and everything. So first of all, so that you can find them, it is the can, not the, just can do couple. So it's the Instagram handle is at C-A-N-D-O. C-O-U-P-L-E. It's Chris and Brittany Juarez. Yes, her name is Brittany. I tend to like Brittany's. That's kind of a thing. Um, (laughs) Chris and Brittany are, first of all, quite amazing people. If you've ever heard their story, it's just, um, I mean, wow. Really... (sighs) I'm not going to tell it for like follow them. You'll see, um, their story is absolutely incredible and they're really, really good people. They do a great job on Instagram as well though. So that's what I wanted to talk to you about. So first of all, let's go with the stories. Can do couple Chris and Brittany Wars, their story, their stories are so active all the time, lots and lots of details and information. And it's awesome. You are getting a great mix from them because yes, of course they have a business. They're they're in the um, they're in the uh, health industry, I guess you would say. Um, and you're getting stories about that, right? Like Brittany, will, she'll be making shakes and she'll be showing you what she's putting in them and why, and she's educating you. So yeah, she's sharing about her business, but she's also teaching you something. It's valuable. It's it is not just sell, sell, sell. I'm a billboard. She is teaching you things. So uh, and so is Chris. You know. So if they're posting about how they're making their shakes or their meals, what their workout is, but they're also talking about their lives. They're talking about real shit too. And that, my friends, is what connects people to you on social media. Like I said, they have an amazing story. Not only do they have an amazing story when it comes to health and fitness in their business, um, which is doing really great, which they've built from the ground up themselves. But also, um, they have a great story personally, and they've been through some stuff, man, and and they share about it. And you can truly connect and feel what they feel. And it's absolutely amazing. So when you go on their Instagram, not only, like I said, are you going to notice that their stories are always popping and very fun to watch. Like, seriously, they're funny. I mean, I I will laugh out loud at their stories. Um, But also when you go to their posts, you're going to notice, like I'm actually looking at it right now as I'm talking to you guys. It's a great combination of all those things I just mentioned. You are seeing, you're seeing health and fitness. You're seeing family. You're seeing um, inspiration, personal inspiration from the two of them together or them individually. Um, you are seeing them talk about their products a little bit, but it's not, it's like I said, it's not a billboard. It's just this beautiful, perfect balance of all of it. The photos, let me talk about the photos because this is something I know a lot of you guys are concerned about, right? Especially on Instagram since, since it's a, an image based social media platform. This is a great example. This account can do couple. So their images look good. First of all, they're clear, they're clean. Um, it doesn't look all dark and weird and you know, everything looks good, but they're not all like, it's not curated like the way that maybe a fashion blogger would, would curate their feed. Um, you don't have to curate your feed to where it's just perfect, perfect and symmetrical and all those things. Like you see some of their photos or, you know, maybe it's a selfie and sometimes it's not. Sometimes it, it looks more professional. Sometimes it's, it's a photo with, with the kids. Sometimes it's silly. Sometimes it's relaxed. Sometimes it's not, you know, there's a great variety of photos you're going to see that they're sharing and it's doable, this is not they're not they're not doing something that is so far out of reach. So I want you to look at that. So I want you to look at the stories, follow them first of all. Um highly recommend it. Seriously, if you never do business with them ever, that is not the point. These people are the people to follow. They do cool shit. Watch their stories, look at the feed, see what I mean by the balance of the different types of photos. It's not all perfect, but it is all clean and nice. It looks nice and clear. <laughs> and um, in just their story itself, if if you had to ask me for my like top 10 of people that I think are doing it right when it comes to personal branding, because unfortunately, a lot of people are not doing it right. But if you ask me who is, 
these guys are certainly in my top 10 of, of accounts that are doing the personal branding thing right. Um, you know, I've mentioned this before. I talked back in um, episode two, I really broke down my my personal branding method called the Fab Four and really broke down for you how to do that. So you're laying a solid foundation for your personal brand on social media. And that's what they do. Like somebody should be able to look at your Instagram feed, like I'm looking at theirs, and learn at least like three things about you without even having to dig. And it's very clear. I see, I see fitness, I see family, I see friends, I see fun. I see inspiration. I see all of it just by glancing at their account, you guys. That's extremely, extremely powerful. So again, that social spotlight is Can Do Couple on Instagram. C-A-N-D-O-C-O-U-P-L-E. What's up, Chris and Britt? <laughs> Sending you guys lots and lots of love. Um, that's it for today's show. You know, gotta get back to the gotta get back to the holiday shopping and especially the Hallmark movie watching. Yes, please. That is definitely on my agenda for tonight. I hope you guys are having a wonderful, wonderful holiday season. And uh, thanks so much for listening. See ya. Thanks for listening to today's show. For more information about the podcast, go to socialsunshinepodcast.com and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. For more information about me, go to brittanycrossin.com and connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and TikTok. The Social Sunshine Podcast is a Fun Love Media production. Funlovemedia.com. Bye.
Thanks for listening to today's show. For more information about the podcast, go to socialsunshinepodcast.com and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. For more information about me, go to brittanycrossin.com and connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and TikTok. The Social Sunshine Podcast is a Fun Love Media production. Funlovemedia.com. Bye.